Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of the Define University podcast. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I'm so excited that you are here. We are going to dive into <laughs> we're going to dive into it all today. We're going to dive into overwhelm. We're just going to I'm going to jump right in, and then I'm going to kind of reverse us for a quick second. So stay with me. Um, but I think it's really important that you kind of know where we're headed. But then I want to bring us back to to a quick check in before we jump into that. So. If you have listened to the podcast before, you know that recently I made the shift to go from weekly episodes to bi-weekly. And so this is kind of the the first episode of that new kind of trial period to kind of see how things are going. Um, And I can tell you right now, I was really excited to sit down and record this episode. I didn't get that, oh my gosh, I have to, I, I need to, I should, right? All of those lead to shouldville, which means we're doing something for others more than for ourselves. And I think that's a key distinction because it's not about not doing anything for anyone else. Like we, especially as educators, if you are in the education field like I am, we are servers. That's what we do. We serve others. But the key that I want you to really kind of anchor, anchor, or rein into is, I don't know, did I just say rein into? Reel into? I don't even know. Oh my goodness. Well, we're going to keep it real here because that's what we do. <laughs> but... The part that I want you to focus in on, that, that, that sounds better, is am I doing something for somebody else more than for myself, right? Is it tipped in that direction versus for me? That's shouldville. That is a place we don't want to be. It's a place we all end up from time to time. And so, but it's a place that when we're there, we make decisions based on other people that is people pleasing, right? That's giving our power away to other people and it's allowing other people to define who we are. Well, we know here at Define University, we don't do that. (laughs) That is what we actively work uh, to flip the script. We flip that narrative where we define, right? I get to define who I am every day and you get to define who you are, but it's it's by staying present and staying aware of these situations so that we aren't stuck in shouldville when we are making decisions throughout our day. So long-winded way to say, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to record. And it's really important that when you make changes, right? I made this change from one, you know, every week to every other week. Check in on those changes, right? Did it get you or serve you in the way that you intended, right? The whole point in me shifting is because I was feeling like podcast episodes were becoming shoulds. I should record this. I should record that. But I really don't. I really just want to go to bed. I really want to rest. Anytime you're having that dialogue, you got to dive in and say, where is this coming from? What's the lesson? What am I meant to learn from this? And then I think something we always or not always we often forget is to then go back and check in on it. 
So I feel that that's me, you know, modeling this for you right now here live on the podcast is I feel excited to record. That is what I wanted, right? I wanted to get excited again about recording. And so by taking that little break kind of every other week, it allows me to have time to expand and find and think of content that I really want to put out into the world instead of something that I feel like I have to. So all right, that I'm not I'm not gonna lie, that was not planned at all, but that's clearly what was meant to be shared because that's what was on my heart. So <laughs> with that though, what I do want to share this week is all about overwhelm. Before I dive in though, we're gonna do a quick energy check because I think these are some of the most powerful moments in our day. And it still it kind of breaks my heart a little bit that when I am coaching clients or I'm working with educators or I'm just talking to people, how many people still say, you know, Lindsay, I haven't done those energy check-ins yet. So we're going to, we're going to kind of work towards that. And so what I want you to do right now is where you are. I want you just to kind of, if you're, if you're writing, if you're typing, if you're multitasking, if you're doing the dishes, folding the laundry, I want you to pause for just a quick second. Unless you are driving, please keep driving. But everything else, I want you to pause for a quick second. I want you to put your hand, and I'm going to do this right with you. I want you to take your hands and I want you to put them on your heart. I want you to take a big inhale in and a big exhale out. And I want you to ask yourself, where is my energy right now? Is it high? Is it low? What am I feeling? What comes to mind? For me personally, I use a scale of one to five. Right now, I am at about a four, which is feeling pretty good. That's my goal is to be at a four or a five, Um, except late at night. I want my energy to be lower. I want my energy to be at a two, three, because I'm ready to go to bed. And so, but for this time in the afternoon, four is, is good for me. So I want you to come up with your, and you don't have to do this right now, but come up with your own scale, right? How am I feeling? But that, you know, that check-in took about three seconds, but the amount of information that comes with it can, can oh my gosh, guys, it, it just, it is, it's unsurmountable. Like it is just so expansive to learn and all you did was take a deep breath. But you actually did so much more. You're tuning into yourself. And so if you are not doing these check-ins throughout your day, I, I when I started, I do them now just periodically as I need them. When I started, I started five times a day. I had five timers set, and that is how it became a habit of mine. I did the same thing. If you've heard my gratitude, my morning routine story, I did the same thing with gratitude. Make this a part of your day, and so use whatever supports you need to help you create the habits you're looking to secure. So now that you know where you're at, now that you know, okay, this is where I am right now, we're going to dive into this episode because part of defining who you are is being able to feel what you're feeling, understand that feeling, and then take aligned action that works for you. Well, through today's episode, I'm going to model how I did that over the last two weeks with this feeling of overwhelm because holy moly, as the title shares, that is what my week was like, overwhelmed with a capital O. So let's dive in. All right. So when it comes to overwhelm, I think one of the best one of the best definitions that I've I've come across is actually by it's by Elena Aguilar, who is uh, the author of Onward and Art of Coaching, um, lots of different coaching books. If you have not, if you're not familiar with her and the Bright Morning Team, um, please go check them out. It is she's a phenomenal resource. I have I think every single almost every one of her books. Listen to her podcast. Just 
wealth of information. So if she is not someone that you are connected with yet um, through content, go do that. <laughs> um, but she sent out in an email just about a week ago um, all about overwhelm. And the definition that she gave really resonated well with me. And that was that overwhelm is usually a combination of three emotions, anger, fear, and sadness. And I think why this really hit is because overwhelm itself is not a feeling. It is a, it's a combination of feelings, but it's an experience, right? So think about it. We experience overwhelm based on what's happening in our environment, right? We experience overwhelm based on our interpretation, right? Our inner interpretation, our inner thoughts of an external situation, an external experience, and it's this combination. I had never thought of it that way, that it wasn't just one emotion, right? It's not just sadness. It's not just anger. It's not just fear. It's truly like the trifecta. It's truly a combination of these three. And I think what makes something more overwhelming versus less overwhelming is just the degree of each of those emotions, right? And then I think as we get to know, and th these are all things because I'm still working through this myself, I think if we get to know ourselves so crystal clear, right, so spot on that I know who I am without question, without reservation, without hesitation, then I know the degree of my overwhelm by the different kind of spikes, if you will, in those emotions, right? Is this experience more fear-based or more anger-based? Because how I respond may be different, but it takes knowing ourselves well enough to know what am I experiencing, what am I living through, and what emotions are coming up as I'm experiencing all that is around me in this present moment, right? No wonder we're exhausted, <laughs> right? Think about that. Like, no wonder we are exhausted some days. Like, here we are, we're, we're either teaching, maybe your administration, maybe you're coaching, right? So we're working with lots of people, lots of voices, lots of noise all day long, and then we have to find the time to, to come into ourselves and figure out what am I eliminating? What noise am I listening to? What decision am I making? Was it the right decision? Like it's endless, right? This tug of war between um, the past and the future. And I'm here to tell you when we can learn to drop that rope, when we can learn to drop that tug of war rope and we can truly tune into this present day moment, we're already on the step to finding relief from that overwhelm because we're in the present moment, right? We aren't stuck between something that happened and something that has yet to happen. But I am human just like you and I found myself these last couple of weeks feeling the experience of overwhelm big time. Um, I, that's, that's all that was coming. And so when I think about the last two weeks, you know, the question that comes to mind is how did I know for myself that this was overwhelm, right? How was it not stress? How was, or how did I know it wasn't necessarily just stress or it wasn't, it wasn't just fear or it wasn't something else? How did I come up with that it was overwhelmed? Well, I'm going to share that with you, but what I want to, what I want you to hear first is there's no right or wrong to this. So was I stressed? Yes, I was. And so, you know, when I think of stress, which that could be a whole other episode, I use the definition that stress is being here, but thinking about there. So when I'm caught up in thinking about all the things that I have to do for next week, that causes me stress. But overwhelm, slightly different for me. It's slightly different because it's this, it, I, I'm experiencing it in the present moment. It, 
nothing to do with future or past. It is in this moment, right? I, I remember walking through the halls of my building, just, just telling myself this language of, I am drowning. I am overwhelmed. I am feeling so stuck right now. I don't know where to go first. And my stress response is a, is freeze. I, I freeze when I am feeling, right, that stress response to things around me. And part of me is like, is it a stress response really? Or was it like an overwhelm response? And again, there's no right or wrong, but I felt stuck. And so that language was the first key indicator to me that I was what we call out of alignment, right? So if we think about, if you've ever gone to like the chiropractor or you've done work on your back, Right? The whole reason we go there is to realign our back, right? is to realign that, that spine so that we can stand up tall and stand up straight. Well, the mindset you know, analogy of, of alignment is really the same. I was out of alignment, right? What my head was saying was different from what my heart was feeling, was different from the actions I was taking. But listening to the words, you guys have heard me say this time and time again, Listening to the words I was speaking was the number one key indicator because I kept finding myself saying things like, I am overwhelmed. I am drowning. Well, we know the power of those two words, I am. And I am not overwhelmed. I am Lindsay, right? I am strong. I am dedicated. I am passionate. I am compassionate, right? Those are the things. I am not drowning. I am not, that is not something I want my mind to focus on. And so, and I'm going to give you the, the, the narrative flip after I go through these, but that was the number one indicator for me that something was up, that I was out of alignment, is because the language I was speaking to myself is not the language that I typically speak to myself. The second thing that I noticed and kind of really clued me into, holy moly, I'm experiencing overwhelm right now, is that I was exhausted at every single energy check-in. So we just did one of those check-ins earlier in this episode. And as I was going through my day, I was realizing I was always at a one or a two. And for the first couple of times, I kept blaming, well, you know, Kelsey, she's up all night. I'm not getting good sleep. And, and I was finding excuses. And, and it's not to say that's not my reality because <laughs> that is my reality. I am not getting as much sleep right now as my body probably would like um, or I would like. However, there is still there was excuse there, right? I was, I was making excuses for, for that. And so I was exhausted every single moment of the day. Okay. That is not, that is not me. That is not what I want. The other piece with that is I was making not so great choices when it came to things because of my energy. So I was eating, you know, crappy foods. I was going to think of a different way to say it, but at the end of the day, that's what it is. I was eating a lot and I'm not going to lie. I still kind of am. This is a shift that needs to happen. Um, processed foods, crappy foods. Well, no wonder my energy isn't feeling well, right? I was drinking all the coffee, all the diet Coke, not so much water, right? All the things that I know. So yes, it's sleep, but it's also those healthy habits that I just wasn't tying into. So when I really thought about the choices I was making in my day, that was another thing that led to me feeling I'm experiencing the overwhelm right now. The uh, third piece that really kind of hit home for me is I was starting to lose passion. Um, not in a sense of, you know, it's gone forever, but I just, it kind of relates to the energy. I, I just did not feel like myself. 
I didn't have the the you know oomph. I didn't have the the pep in my step, so to speak. I didn't have the excitement for doing things that even just a week ago were bringing me so much joy. And so those three things together really led me to this this powerful kind of you know realization of holy moly, I'm experiencing overwhelm majorly, not just a little bit, like a lot. And so what do we do, right? Well, we change it. <laughs> and so the second part of this is I want you I want to share with you what I did. Does it does it mean that my overwhelm is gone? No, <laughs> of course not. But it is it better? Oh my gosh, 100%. And so we're going to take these small, simple, yet strategic steps because that's what we do here at Define University. And I'm going to keep taking them. I'm going to keep showing up the best that I can. And I'm going to keep honoring the feelings that I'm feeling. Because if we remember, if you've been with me a while, you know that growth, right, our personal growth, it's circular. It's not linear, right? There is. It's not like if I do this and I'm going to get to this end point and then we're done. No, it's circular. We get to keep going. And if you can envision a spiral, that's even a better kind of visualization. It's a spiral, right? It spirals up. So if you think about it, we're going to keep going. Our growth is going to keep happening, but we're going to keep moving up because that's what we do. That's how we define who we are among um, you know, adversity, among challenge, among overwhelm. Yes, we still get to define who we are even if we are experiencing overwhelm in the present day moment. So what did I do? Well, the first thing is we have to, I had to shift that language, right? So instead of saying I am drowning, I am overwhelmed, it turned into I'm experiencing or I'm feeling. Sometimes it was just, this is just an experience that my body is living through. This is an experience I am meant to live through. This, is, you get you get the point, right? But I had to change it. I had to go from I am something with something that doesn't serve me. I had to get rid of that. And now my I am statements are, what is it I want? I am strong. I am powerful. I am someone who is in control of who she is. Someone I am someone who defines who I am every single day. Um, I am living my best life every single day. Whatever it is that I wanted to, to tell myself, that narrative shifted. And then everything else became the experience that I was experiencing. The second with the feeling exhausted at every single energy check-in is, again, I had to change those basic habits. So I had to stop focusing on like the quick gain. So, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to have two cups of coffee. That's a quick gain, but it does not help me in the long run because I'm not drinking and I'm not fulfilling my body with things that I actually need that are going to make me feel better in the long run. And so I had to start making those or stop relying on the quick gains and really trust in those longer lasting changes that sometimes take a little bit of time to see kind of reap the benefits of, if you will. So yes, that means decreasing the coffee, increasing the water, decreasing the you know processed foods, increasing the healthy fruits and vegetables, decreasing the um, you know maybe sitting sedentarily, which I, that one I really haven't been doing, but increasing more purposeful movement, right? So yes, I'm walking around my building, but am I at, am I moving a lot to like increase my heart rate and really get um, to a point where I'm I'm feeling. Um, you know, I guess the benefits of that movement, okay? So really changing those basic habits. And then the last one, you know, where I had this feeling, just this general feeling, 
I had to honestly just have some really truthful conversations with myself. And I think this is easier said than done. Um, but if you think about it, you know, when's the last time you sat down in front of a mirror and had a truthful, courageous conversation with yourself? We don't do it that often, right? We, we panic. We, we run the other direction. We say, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it another day. Or I got to have a conversation with so-and-so, so I'll focus on that one. Again, when we do that, we're focusing on something outside of ourselves. And we, again, I'm here to try and <laughs> convince you, if you will, to flip the narrative and focus on yourself so you can then serve others. So I realized as as often happens through the power of reflection, I was getting stuck in one phase of what I call the 4A mindset. So the four A's are awareness, acceptance, acknowledgement, and then aligned action. So I was aware that I was experiencing overwhelm. I was I acknowledged that I didn't want to feel overwhelmed. I wanted to feel relief. I was ready to make some changes. And I started taking some aligned action to make some of those changes, right? I was changing the language. I was focusing on um, those small habits. I, I started taking things off my list. I was delegating some things. But I skipped a step. I skipped that acceptance step. And so, and why that step is so important is because until we can accept where we truly are, our mind cannot wrap around that we, that we desire to change because we haven't accepted where we are. Hopefully that makes sense. But until I actually said, I accept, and I, this, I use this very simple language, I accept that I am in the overwhelm. I accept I'm experiencing overwhelm in this moment. Guys, like the weight comes off your shoulders. It felt, I felt like I, could, I was free again. I felt like I could breathe and I could expand. And then the, the choices I was making, they made sense. They fit. I felt more aligned, which is the ultimate goal. This is often, if you've ever done like self-care and you don't feel like it's getting you what you want, I guess like it, it's not it's not providing you what it is you need, check in with your acceptance. Are you accepting and loving? I should add that, right? Here in Cre- uh, Creative Connections this month, we are unpacking all things self-compassion related. And so if we are not, you know, accepting and loving who we are in each moment right now, we will not be able to make that change in the future because that change has to come from who we are in the present. Much bigger topic we could unpack at a much deeper level, um, but hopefully that makes sense for where we are in today's episode. So so that's really it. That Those are really the changes that I made. So I changed the language, I changed some basic habits, and I really honed in on acceptance of where I am right now with what I have, where I'm at right here, right now. So what I want you to know is finding relief from overwhelm is possible. Yes, it will take some steps. Yes, it takes some time, but it's possible. And you have to believe that it's possible in order for it to even become a possibility for you. We've got to look at where our energy is going, right? Are you pouring into others? Are you doing everything you can to pour into others so that they are not upset with you, so that they are not coming at you, so that they are not doing anything to you? Well, guess what they are doing, though? They are defining you. And we we don't do that here at Define University. We do the complete opposite. You define who you are so you can show up as the best, best version you are each and every day so that you can then pour that loving heart, that compassionate heart into others while still pouring into yourself. And we do that by small, simple, and strategic steps. So I haven't touched on this. This is what I'm going to end with. Small being 
you can do it in no time at all. It takes less than 30 seconds or under five minutes. It is not going to take all the time in the world. Simple means you do not need any other materials. So you will notice many of the tools that I train on or I coach on, you don't need anything other than maybe a piece of paper and a pencil because I want you to be able to do it now. We're breaking down the barriers. If you have to go get something in order to do it, you are going to lose momentum. You're going to be distracted by something else and you're never going to actually do the thing you were setting out to do. So small, it's not going to take a lot of time. Simple, you don't need any other materials. And strategic means it aligns to you. So this episode was about me unpacking my overwhelm experience. And now if you are feeling the overwhelm, if you are experiencing overwhelm right now, I invite you to do the same process to really identify how did you know you're there? What are your key factors? What is coming up for you? And then what small strategic, what small, simple and strategic step can you take to find that relief from the overwhelm that is so possible for you. That is my challenge for you is to pick one, get it done, get that momentum rolling and pour into yourself so you can continue to define who you are. If you are stuck, if you are living in Shouldville, if you're like, Lindsay, this all sounds great, but I have no idea where to start. All you've got to do is reach out, send me an email, find me on social media, get on my website. You, There is no reason that you cannot find me and please reach out. That is what I am here for. That is why I coach. That is why I provide this content out there because you're not meant to do it alone. I didn't do this alone. Um, and my hope is that you are not doing it alone because nobody wants that. right? And that's not what I want for you. So with that, we're going to wrap up today. I sure hope you were able to pull something from this episode that is going to help you over the next two weeks. I am sending all the light and all the love to you. And uh, thank you so much for listening. If you loved it as much as I love recording for you, would you please do me a favor and share it out? Would you like it? Would you subscribe? Would you review? Do all the things. Um, I would truly, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. You guys are amazing. And I truly hope you have an amazing couple of weeks ahead. And I'll see you guys soon on a future show. Talk soon. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We will see you on the next episode.